Welcome to CityCast. I am Ashley Studebaker. Thank you guys for sharing your time with us today. CityCast is brought to you by the city of Rock Hill, South Carolina, where we discuss all things Rock Hill with our city cast. In this episode, we're going to discuss the city's communication efforts and initiatives and ways you can get in the know with what's going on in your city government. We are here with Katie Quinn, the communications manager for the city of Rock Hill. Katie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, Of course. So let's do a little bit of an introduction. Katie, tell us a little bit about what you do as communications manager and and what's your background. Um, I started at the city in 2006. I'm originally from the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area and moved to Rock Hill in 2005. Um, part of my role is to oversee the city communications division, which is responsible for communications initiatives um, citywide. Some departments have specific marketing folks who uh, are specific to, to their programs, but we kind of oversee um, just the overall city communication, including media relations and um, the website and press releases and events, uh, communication, and just trying to figure out the best and most useful ways to get information to the citizens of Rock Hill. And since you've been with the city uh, since 2006, what are kind of the different things or expansions you've kind of seen or witnessed within the city? Oh, wow. Um, Well, I was just telling somebody the other day that in the time that I've been in Rock Hill, parks recreation and tourism especially has expanded tremendously. In the last 15 years, we've opened the Rock Hill Tennis Center, Manchester Meadows, the BMX track, the Jordana Velodrome. Um, Now we have the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center coming online. So a a big push for international and national events at these facilities that we didn't see back then. Um, There are new communications tools that we have at our disposal. Social media has become a new thing in in the last you know, 14, 15 years. When I started, we didn't have Facebook and Twitter to keep up with and yeah, that type of thing. Um, The city website was pretty basic and had one page of information for each department and provided a bit of an overview. And now we're looking at thousands of pages and PDF documents on the website. So there's just overall a more ways for us to communicate, more people for us to communicate to, and um, more information to try to get out. So basically, you've been busy. Yes, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> and something that we like to do on the, the on the CityCast podcast here is we ask each of our guests, what's something about you that people don't really know or we wouldn't expect to hear? Uh, there's probably a lot of things about me people wouldn't <laughs> expect to find out. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I have two younger brothers, and when we were small, I used to make them play advertising agency with me. <laughs> so I was, you know, eight, ten years old, and I would be the advertising person, and I would make them pretend that they were companies, and they would come to me, and I would draw them logos and draw them brochures with my... Practicing for your future. Yeah, crayon set, and it was uh, a... I think at the same time, I wanted to be a zookeeper for my career, and so it was kind of a revelation Then when I realized that all those years of playing advertising agency with my brothers actually could 
pay be off. a real job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. I love it. Uh, so kind of, I know you went over the things that you handle, but as far as kind of right now, what's your, what's kind of your daily schedule? Like what, what, what do you do? I check email a lot <laughs> all day. Yeah. There's a lot of emails that come in and require responses. Um, uh, mostly taking requests from other departments and from city council and city management and trying to help be strategic about messages related to um, big projects that other departments are working on. So consulting with Parks, Recreation, and Tourism about things related to the Rock Hill Sports and Events Center. I field uh, questions from the reporters in the area who uh, need information related to city projects. Um, I um, kind of oversee all, all of the intake of requests and delegate them out to the staff that are in the communications division and answer. So there's a lot of like pop-ups too that happen like random you yeah know, things you kind of um gotta... yeah for for instance it, I, I tell people that i have a to-do list and some days there's most days there's more that gets added to it that get, <laughs> then gets crossed off but mm-hmm. you really have to be very flexible in this kind of job so when we had the big water main break um uh, several right. months ago that obviously took priority and that was several days of um, getting information, passing it on to not just our customers, but to other municipalities who were mm-hmm. also affected and coordinating that messaging across the entire region. Um, so you, you have to be ready for anything. Right. And, you know, you mentioned a lot of getting information out in a strategic way. And so basically staying connected with the community what are some of the different resources that the community should really take advantage of in order to kind of get in the know and, and stay in the know of of the city and their community? Um, well, like I said, we're, we're fortunate in the technology that we have mm-hmm. now that we can take advantage of and help to push information. So um, the city Facebook account and the city Twitter are important resources, the city website. We try to keep that as up-to-date as possible um, and work with the different department representatives that are responsible for adding content from their areas to be sure that it's comprehensive and managing the information that's shown on the homepage of the website to be sure that it's timely and um, accurate and up-to-date. Um, we recently rolled out a new tool that's an e-bulletin system, so okay. people can sign up uh, to receive information related to specific topics, and that gets emailed to your inbox, and it's little blurbs with a, a little bit of information and links to more details if it's something that interests you, so... Mm-hmm. That link is on the city website homepage at cityofrockhill.com, and a little box pops up in the bottom right corner that says stay connected. And you can adjust your preferences at any time and remove yourself from certain topics or add other topics. And we try to send um, especially the a city e-newsletter out monthly 
we have Rock Hill Update that we've implemented within the last year, which is a little news to three-minute news program, which has highlights of important topics that are happening at that minute. And we try to get that out every two to three weeks. We've got our new podcast, mm-hmm. CityCast, which is interesting because, you know, the the way people get information and um, look at it now, we in the past have really had to boil it something down, an important thing down to mm-hmm. a minute or two because that's really all anybody has time for. Right. And so this is this podcast is really one of our only ways that we can dig into topics um, a little bit more meaty and to get, make it like a valuable for a commute to work or, or back home or right. know, whatever. And, I mean. and dig in a little deeper for people who are interested in these kinds of things. And also, I mean, inside Rock Hill too, it's a little like expansive or, or lengthier than just maybe a two to three minute. But how do you, how beneficial is that to oh. maybe someone in the community. Inside Rock Hill is Rock Hill's civics class that was implemented, uh, gosh, I want to say 18 or so years ago. Wow. Um, Housing and Neighborhood Services is the department that manages that program. There are two classes per year, a spring class and a fall class, and it's 10 weeks um, of visiting all the different departments in the city, seeing and hearing firsthand from the city staff what happens on a daily basis and all the projects that are ongoing and the daily things that people really don't think about. And you get an inside look into Rock Hill. And um, it's a great way to meet the staff that are providing the services 24-7-365 and putting a face with that. And also um, just to really understand what it takes on a day-to-day basis to keep the city not just running efficiently, but making huge progress with regard to economic development and managing the population growth and encouraging tourism. And um, there's just a lot of moving parts that the city staff really work together to make it a cohesive thing. So it's really something for everyone, you know, not everyone might not be on social media, but they might listen to a podcast or they might like the the physical being there and, and learning and different things like that. So there's something for everyone um, in, in the e-bulletin, uh, if you're not necessarily much of a newspaper person or w- whatever it may be. So And even with, with the local media, they're, they're kind of in a tough spot now, mm-hmm. too, because they're short staffed the way the city short staffed and so looking for creative ways to help them get the message out about certain things um you know whereas before there would be two to three reporters at every city council meeting right now there might be one and some of them are looking at it online afterward and writing stories about that but others Mm -hmm. are counting on me and other people to guide them into what is of interest um, in the city and covering it that way. The 
interesting part, too, about Inside Rock Hills, when I present that session for, for communications, I always ask the people in the room, how did you find out about the class? Okay, were you, yeah. were you browsing the website? Did you um, see it in a brochure? Did you see about it on social media? And nine times out of ten, everybody that has take, is in the class at that time says they heard about it from word of mouth. Okay. So wow. even though we have all of this technology at our hands and, you know, good relationships with our local media, word of mouth is really still the, at the heart of good, effective communication and especially getting people to be engaged and acting on something. Um, so, you know, it, it's there's no way for me to go around to – 90,000 people in, in the Rock Hill area and communicate individually with each one of them. So right. that's why Inside Rock Hill is such a good thing because it builds those people who are engaged and are ambassadors for the city of Rock Hill and um, kind of builds our little army of communicators and mm-hmm. people who can direct folks to where to get more information and how to ask questions and there, there tends to be a little bit of a responsibility, too, on the citizen to seek out information. Right. So that, you that be in the know, you can get in the know. Exactly. And I think that, for me, is one of the challenges is that, you know, we can't go knocking on door to door and provide you with every detail. But we try to offer as many resources as possible to find the information that you're seeking. The The sign at Cherry Park is one that we had um, – it's kind of a new thing. Oh, okay. We had some focus groups and people said, hey, a digital sign would be helpful. And so we right. try to put important information on that sign as well. Okay. All useful. The The resources are out there and uh, kind of briefly going over those. But uh, let's take a break for just a moment. If you like what you hear so far on CityCast, please subscribe now and be sure you don't miss a show. You'll find CityCast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and we're coming soon to iTunes and Google Play. You can also visit cityofrockhill.com slash citycast. You can get City of Rock Hill news and information sent directly to your inbox when you sign up for e-bulletin at the bottom right on our homepage at cityofrockhill.com. So now back to the show. Katie, we've talked a lot about much of the fun stuff that you do and that your team handles. So, and you, and you kind of talked a little bit about some of the challenge, but challenges, but what could you really say are some of the challenges you face? I mean, you focus on communications internally and externally, which is like essentially everything of the city. So what are some challenges you guys face in, in terms of that? Um, I, I think for the most part, the biggest challenge is despite every effort and our best efforts, we know that there's always going to be somebody who needs to know information that hasn't heard about it. Mm -hmm. And so just trying to um, make sure that the people who might be left out or feel left out of of city communication have a a way to get information, um, you know, to try to be as all-encompassing as possible, but still understanding that invariably somebody is probably not going to get the information that they want. Um, And I think, too, just the the level of work that we we have to do, you know, and this it's not just for our division, but citywide, there's 
the city is growing and there are a lot more projects and a lot more people and a lot more services that need to be provided and trying to make the best use of taxpayer money and not overextend ourselves with staff, but make the best use of the staff that we have on hand to do the best job we can for the people of Rock Hill. Right. And you touched on the expansion and, and Rock Hill growing every day, new projects, new new buildings opening. What's there? I mean, what's there to come for your team as far as, you know, your team handling the, the videos or the social media or kind of what's that look like for your team as far as uh, well, and another project that just started this well started kicked off this year, but really has been ongoing with our work program for the last two years is the new bus service, right, My Ride. Yeah. So that's another piece of the puzzle that we've taken on recently, helped with the naming of the system and the branding and all of the foundations of the marketing and helping um, establish that brand foundation of it being customer focused and inclusive and simple to use and um, identifying who those target audiences are for the buses and maintaining those social media accounts and that website and the app and doing the push notifications when there's rider alerts. And so my ride has been such a huge success in our community that I envision that those efforts are just going to, our, our communications efforts are just going to continue as we try to right. improve ridership. Um, right now our ridership has exceeded all of our expectations. Wow. Uh, you know, very early on, we started with about 2,000 passenger trips per week, and mm -hmm. now we're averaging probably 4,800 passenger trips per wow. week. And yeah. um, just really great compliments and seeing how the service has benefited so many people in our community, and that's just an ongoing communications effort. We, of course, have our ongoing city council meetings and our planning commission meetings, and while we're not necessarily involved in the the actual meetings themselves, I attend every city council meeting so that mm -hmm. I can help explain to reporters and citizens and keep in the know myself on right. what's happening um, at that level. Um, but we also record all of those meetings. We have two staff people at all times during those meetings in our studio recording and airing those meetings live on the city channel on Comporium channel 115 as well as live stream and then we make those available for playback on our video on demand service um, so there's a lot of video projects ongoing and so it might not be a two to three minute you know overview of the city but some of the things we have going on now are working with Parks, Recreation, and Tourism on um, maybe some videos to show during a grand opening at the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center and some um, highlights to show during one of their fundraising events and bus tutorial videos so that people understand how to board the bus and how to interact with the bus service. And there's What, what are some of the things like, uh, you know, maybe those riders out there on my ride, they might not know about the bus kind of right off the bat. Oh gosh, the whole the bus service could be a whole podcast in and of itself, right. but um you know, they're all electric buses that were um produced right here in South Carolina in Greenville by Proterra. They have USB charging ports at every seat. They have an infotainment screen that has community messaging and that's another piece of the puzzle that my team right. manages the messages that are on there and the scheduling of that. 
I mentioned the Cherry Park sign and the digital signage as well. Um, but the the fact that what I've noticed since I've moved to Rock Hill and started working here is we don't do things status quo. We do things right. above and beyond what the expectation is. And so we didn't just start with a, a bus service that was like any other. We started with all electric vehicles and by all accounts, we're the very first transit system to start using all electric vehicle technology in, in the country, if not the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a risk that we were willing to take because we saw the long-term benefits of that, not just to the environment, but to the operation costs for um, buses. Um, And so right now we have four routes. We are constantly getting feedback from people about ways they'd like to see the bus service expanded. Um, And so that kind of boils down to just our budgeting process. And so we're, working on a survey that will be deployed at some point in the near future to the riders of the service and really just to the general public to gauge um, interest and input and Mm -hmm. dig a little bit deeper into who's riding the bus and why are you riding the bus? Are you riding the bus to go to work? Are you riding the bus to go to school? How often do you ride? Um, What areas of expansion would you like to see? So it my ride is a continuous improvement project that not just the transit people are working toward, but a, a lot of other departments and staff in the city have a vested interest in making sure that's successful. And I would say with, you know, with my ride and the million other things that have expanded in Rock Hill over the last, you know, 10, 20 years, I would say with everyone kind of being in the know, you and your team have done a great job as far as getting that communication out there on all platforms. And I'm sure you still come up with innovative ways to reach out to people who may still not, you know, receive that communication as well. Yeah. And like I said, you know, with, with word of mouth, sometimes being innovative means getting back to your roots Mm -hmm. and, you know, attending meetings and talking to people and building relationships and having those one-on-one or small group discussions where you can, sit and actually have discussion and answer questions and get feedback and provide information on that small scale level. Social media is cool because it it's kind of has that air, right. um, but is on a different platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes social media is a challenge too because of people commenting and, um, you know, maybe not being as up to speed as they could be on past posts or what the ideas behind a certain decision were. And so it becomes difficult to push out information um, and get it out where it lands with people and it's understandable. And I think it's pretty special, too, and you know, potentially unique as well that with the Inside Rock Hill, people within the city are very accessible and, you know, people in the community can can really reach out and talk to them and get to know them, like you said, and build relationships. And I think that's pretty special, you know, to, to the city of Rock Hill because, you know, maybe not a lot of people think that they could build those relationships with those within the city, city officials and, and everything. Well, a few years ago when we started with the Always On um, tagline, and that was another project or initiative that came out of our office here because 
there were we did a survey and people were rating city services not that great, but rating their experiences with city staff um, on a really high level. And so just to try to make the connection that it's the the staff people who they're rating as being customer focused and knowledgeable and respectful are providing the services that they're saying uh, could be improved. And so to make that connection that, you know, I think 80% of Rock Hill employees have Rock Hill addresses. Right. And mm-hmm. so we're the people that, ha- you know, our kids go to school with your kids and you're, um, we go to church together and we mm-hmm. see each other in the grocery store. And so not it's not just that we're here earning a paycheck, but that we really believe in the mission and the progress of Rock Hill and work are super hard every day to make things better. Right. And Katie, I'm sure you could probably go on a, a podcast and speak for hours on <laughs> hours on end with everything that you do and your team handles. And I think I could speak for all the city in saying that we're glad that you did not follow your uh, pursuit of being a zookeeper. Oh, some days uh, I feel like I am, though. <laughs> right. Uh, the chaos coordinator. So, yes. Katie, thank you so much for talking with us today and kind of just giving us a little bit, very brief in, in a way, uh, the, the breakdown of the communications of the city and kind of everything that the community has to look forward to as well. We know you're busy. So. It was fun to talk about. Thank you. Of course. Uh, one more time, if you liked what you heard today, be sure you subscribe and also visit our website, cityofrockhill.com, for all things City of Rock Hill, South Carolina. Thank you again to Katie, and uh, thank you for listening. We hope you all have a great week.